0: If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 through Faith Formation Program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. At the Link Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen, and I'm here with Jill, and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Jill, I am curious what you know about the crystal Ray model? Uh, as in the network of schools. Uh Uh-huh. I have you ever visited a crystal Ray school?
1: I know of crystal Ray schools.
0: Do you know what they do? Um,
1: yeah, I know that they do a lot. They, uh, coordinate with workplace placements and, um, they're key on bringing in students who probably wouldn't be affording Catholic schools if it was a traditional model. So they have a different financial model, and then they have a different curricular model.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, yes, you're right. You're going to find these types of schools in locations where there are businesses yes. to support the school. And that partnership is a financial support, and it's also the place where kids go to do work intern internships during the week. Yes. So I yes. So do you don't have any there in Michigan? We do not have
1: any in Michigan. Chicago you, would be their no. closest, uh, Crystal Ray. Yep. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. And um, here in Phoenix, we also do not, surprisingly, um, we do not have a Crystal Ray school in Phoenix, but I have visited Cristo Ray schools mm-hmm. in other cities. Yes. So I have been blessed to be able to, um, I was on an accreditation team once for a Cristo Ray school in Indianapolis. I was recently visiting a Cristo Ray school in Texas. It's called Juan Diego Catholic School and it is in um, Austin, Texas. So let me tell you what I learned. I I had the opportunity to walk around. I was visiting um, the classrooms and I was visiting uh, the personnel. So the personnel in a crystal race school, you've got some different um, facets, you know, than, than you have in a, in a typical high school, because the person, there has to be a person there that is coordinating the relationships between the school and the businesses Mm -hmm. where the kids go to do their internships. And so uh, that's what I want to focus on today is the conversation that I had with Martha Vega, and she's the director of the corporate internship program at this particular Crystal Ray school. And when I sat down with her to talk to her, she was, she was really transparent about, you know, what her background is. And, you know, she comes from a business background. Well, you have a lot of people associated with Christo Ray schools who come from a business background. That's kind of the model of the school is they're preparing kids to work in the Mm -hmm. business world. Right. So she was talking about, um, it's part of her job to, do pre-interviews with the students and inter sometimes do the interviews to see if kids are going to fit in a particular job oh, in a particular sure. organization mm-hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm curious. So tell me at your school, do you have, uh, I want to talk about like freshman communications classes, anything that's like a life skills, interview skills, speech. What do you guys do for communications with your freshmen? Well, not
1: necessarily with the freshmen, but you're making me wonder, or, you know, really think about two, two things going on. One is this huge interest in the trades So our school is very much a college prep school. They're going off to big colleges. Mm -hmm. But there's a big push in um, my city that the trades are in desperate need of of workers and statistically speaking catholic school kids end up being the ones running businesses so if you even if you start in the trades you mm-hmm. likely could become a partner in a business so they really want a resurgence of getting kids into the workforce in um, a good catholic way you know like a big more like a moral baseline so kids so families are choosing catholic schools in my area not just for college prep but because they want them to become small business leaders and all these things um, even if it's in in, um, in in, you know, in industrial trades and whatever. So I'm thinking about that a little bit as you're saying this, but I'm also thinking about okay. the interviews that we hold for our international students. So if they come in, it's not uh-huh. that we don't accept them, but we're really looking for their language skills and we're also kind of seeing what they're interested in. So they're candid Zoom calls all over the world as we decide who becomes our, our 6% of our international students. 6% of our student body is international. So those interviews are super fun and I just love doing interviews, but watching kids um be interviewed by an adult is is really fascinating.
0: It really is. And so I'm I'm really curious who preps those kids for their interviews. Well, it really depends. Like sometimes we've had to kick their parents
1: out uh-huh. of the call we had to say like, you can't whisper in your home (laughs) language. Like we really need to know what your child can do. So sometimes there's agencies, sometimes there's coaching involved prior to the call. I mean, we're really not saying you can't come. We're really just trying to figure out what your language level will be, how much ESL support you'll need, all of that kind of thing. Mm. Like it's, it's to them, it feels high stakes to us. We're trying to figure out what we'll need to do to make this kid successful once they arrive. Um, but oh, okay. the parents probably panic because they might be doing a series of these to choose which school in America they want to study at.
0: Ah, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So that's a, that's like a different perspective on why we would prep students for interviews. So in the Krista Ray model, we're actually thinking about starting when they come in as freshmen, they have to start interviewing mm. for positions I love in that. these, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are many, many, many different companies that, that Martha Vega had listed up on her, um, on her board. So it's, you know, it could be medical field. It could be working at the um, diocesan office. It could, you know, it could be, um, you know, a, a business computer, you know, whatever. So, um, all of these different, things And so I just remember when I was uh, when I was teaching a high school, there were a couple of high schools that I worked at where speech was a required class. Mm-hmm. And when speech is a required class, um, there are some really creative things that you can do in coaching kids. It's not just about getting up and giving the speech right. to the right. whole class, but as a speech teacher, I often did mock interviews with yes, them and love taught that. them one-on-one skills, answering questions, processing mm-hmm. questions on the fly and how to answer and how to not answer questions. And I remember with my, with my freshman speech class, when you I would come in dressed as a different kind of character mm-hmm. every day, and I would use different personas to mm-hmm. interview kids. Um, so, you know, so it, it was, it, you kind of got to make it, make it fun because it's kind of an intense, uh, workshop, yes. you know, learning how to interview But that, so, you know, in speaking with, with Martha Vega, that was one of my questions was how do you, like, what is the mechanism that's in place to prepare these kids for interviews? Because she's like, you know, I find myself, I'm interviewing them, but then I find myself wanting to also coach them through the interview. I'm like, well, the coaching can take place in another way. You just have to, you know, think through how you do that. And there are so many schools that have freshman seminar classes, or they do have, Required speech classes or even business courses where part of the business course is, you know, learning professional demeanor. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, you know, how, how you I guess how you interview, but also how you um, participate in business meetings. I can't remember if
1: I said this on the podcast before, but part of my eighth grade exam was having them, they had to turn in, their eighth grade exam was a resume, a cover letter, and then interview questions. Like I was interviewing them to go on to ninth grade. And so I did this very Ooh. extensively with my eighth graders for many, many years, um, to send them off to the high school. And that was a fun process because although I couldn't live interview 90 kids or 120 kids, um, I did have them write out answers while we did some fishbowl, the job interview moments. And they all said, we're way too young for this. And I said, yeah, but my first job was between eighth <laughs> and ninth grade. So you're really not like the mm-hmm. youngest of you, you know, you getting jobs are, are right now. So we did a lot of that. I forgot all about that. And I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast, but maybe yeah. not. But it's these are, these are teachable skills. I had a student come in this week, a transfer student, a ninth grader. And when he shook my hand, he looked me in the eye and he called me ma'am. Nice to meet you, or ma'am, uh-huh. it's nice to meet you, or something like that. And I thought, this kid has had some conversations about this before. And it's rare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people are very sure. casual in society today, but he is meeting the president of the high school for the first time. And he knew to speak to mm-hmm. me that way, which was really um, eye opening that we need to do more of this.
0: Ooh, well, shout out to whoever coached him. I know, good job, He's, got, he's yeah. got some skills going <laughs> yeah. on there. So. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Well, that's, that's a great way to, to end the the podcast because that is the bell. So thank you so much for the energy boost as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode. As we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers, we will see you next time.